Let's go to El Salvador now and take a closer look at the president's crackdown there on gangs. The country was once the murder capital of the world. For decades, rival gangs ruled the streets of El Salvador. But a year ago, the country's young, media-savvy president, Nayib Bukele, declared war on gangs, imposing emergency security measures and giving police sweeping powers of arrest. Thousands are now behind bars and the country is transforming before people's eyes. But there is a dark underside that's hidden from view. Human rights groups are dismayed, as are relatives, as more than 65,000 people have been arrested over the past year. Well, our Central America correspondent Will Grant has been investigating for a BBC News documentary called Inside El Salvador's Gang Crackdown. Thanks for joining us, Will. Tell us a little bit about what you've found. Well, uh, El Salvador has been synonymous with gangs for, for a long time. I mean, the murder rate, as you said in your introduction there, was at one point the worst in the world. And for decades, El Salvadorans have had to put up with um, extortion and fear in their neighborhoods, a lot of violence. Now, uh, March last year, after a particularly brutal weekend of gang violence in which more than 80 people were killed, President Bukele came down essentially like a ton of bricks. Some people think he was building to that point. But by passing a measure called a state of exception, he gave these powers to the police and they have been arresting ad nauseum uh, somewhere around 66,000 people in a year have been detained. Now, in amongst those are a lot of people whose families say have been completely arbitrarily arrested. They had nothing to do with gang activity activity at all. I met the mother of one of those people, a tractor driver uh, in a state, uh, in a department, a region called Bajo Lempa, a very poor rural region. Her name was Marcel, Marcela Alvarado. She's absolutely desperate with worry and says that it's unbelievable that it's taking this long for the government to establish her son's innocence. Human rights are meant to be there to help us. It's true that if you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. But my son has been inside for a year. And to investigate someone, you don't need a year. Should be two weeks at most. Three months at the very maximum. But my son has been there for a whole year. Well, as you can hear there, people absolutely desperate with worry. It's been incredibly difficult for the families. This has been a year we joined them during uh, their protest to mark that year of the state of exception. And people have actually had family members die in prison uh, who they say had never been charged with any meaningful crime or anything properly related to gang activity uh, when they were put in prison. And well, yes, Marcella's pain very evident there. But getting access to this sort of story isn't easy. In the documentary, we see that you are embedded uh, in the police operation. Yeah, that's right. In a place called Soyapango, that's one of the main gang, form, now formerly gang-controlled communities in the capital, San Salvador. The government grants access. It's not that it's impossible to join those, um, those operations. Because essentially they want to show what they're doing. They're, they're quite obviously quite proud of how hard they've come down uh, on people. And we saw uh, a sort of joint police and military operation going door to door, stopping young people, searching them for gang tattoos, calling through their details to, to police headquarters and checking their criminal records. 
quite a significant operation in Soyapango and spoke to local residents too, many of whom are very, very pleased that um, while there is obviously a much greater security presence in their neighbourhoods, there's a much, much smaller, almost impossible, non-existent now, gang presence in a place that used to be sort of governed by fear. And how popular is this crackdown with people? Well, the government says there's about 90% popularity among people. And, and, and the truth is that polls show it is very, very high. You know, we've talked about how exhausted people were at the, the years of gang crime. And it's little wonder, really, when simply going from one neighbourhood to another, holding sports events, young people playing football, all these sorts of things, was essentially impossible in some neighbourhoods, you know, just just seeing your family if they lived in another neighbourhood. So it's it's incredibly, um, it's a, you know, it's a relief for people in those in those neighbourhoods that this has happened. They're aware potentially that the, that families like Marcella's are, are desperate with worry and it's been extremely difficult for them. But they're just simply thankful that they're able to breathe easy again and that the vast majority, if not all, gang members in their neighbourhoods are now behind bars. Uh, what a gripping story, Will. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing more of that. You can watch Will Grant's film Inside El Salvador's Gang Crackdown on BBC News this weekend.